0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now.
1: Hey, you've tuned in to I Work For Him, the mouthpiece of the faith and work movement. And we're your host, Jim and Martha Bragenberg.
2: Friends, I just want to invite you to make sure that you're following us on Facebook. We have been doing a lot of Facebook Live, um, especially since... um, I guess I would say since COVID. Um, But one of the things that with even today's guests, we previously did a little Facebook Live to talk about her event that's coming up. And I just want to point people to that. Know that if you're following us and you tag it for notifications, you'll know when we're live and can get the latest breaking news because sometimes it's just plain craziness.
1: It, it may be. It may be craziness, but we really would love to also invite you out to our website where you can get connected to all of our social media sites, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. You know, it happened to me and it happened to our guest. 20 years out there in the workforce and no serious direction or instruction from my church on how to connect my faith and my work. So for those of you who are listening, you're not alone. You're part of an army of millions awakening to the idea that God loves your work and wants to unlock his purpose for you in your work. For Kelly Johnson, it was to share her heart and new understanding of living out her faith in her profession like that. And she does it through the ministries of cubiclesandchrist.com and sheiscalled.org. She's got this conference coming up. Kelly Hills out of the Dallas, Texas area. Kelly Johnson, welcome to I Work For Him.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: All right, so we're gonna get into all about cubicles in Christ and the She Is Called conference coming up here uh, in the fall of 2020. Uh, but I, we always wanna start off with this question. Why did you become a Jesus follower?
3: So I grew up in a Christian home, and but it was not an idyllic Christian home. We had lots of challenges financially And yet, there was always this constant thread of prayer referring to the word of God. And I accepted Christ around the age of six or seven years old. And I've always just been in love with God, been in love with how amazing He is. But definitely, I hit that season in my teens and early 20s where I thought I knew more than my parents and I also knew more than God. Um, And of course, being in the professional space and Going through different life experiences, you definitely return to your foundation. And that was the case for me.
2: That's Mm. so good. And, you know, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but that is not the first time we've heard that where it's like that foundation is there. And sometimes we go and and we maybe drift away from it a little bit. But um, I think that's encouragement for people that it's like, okay, that's what we have to hold on to. And um, God made us, God wired us to want to go back to, using him in our lives rather than ourselves. So thanks for sharing that. So Kelly, you you talked about your professional life just a little bit. Tell us what it is that you are doing today and how God prepared you for that. Sure. So over the course
3: of a 20-year corporate career, um, I have a background in marketing, human resources, leadership development. It was in 2015 when God disrupted my life in a really significant way. He disrupted my career. I was an executive at a Fortune 500 organization and was a part of a layoff uh, and just found myself in this crisis personally and wanted to use that opportunity to really seek God more than I ever had about my career. You know, I always prayed about it. I always asked him for guidance and direction, but I knew that I was at a really pivotal moment Mm -hmm. in my life and the repercussions were significant. And so I went on this journey just to seek him and seek his will. And that led me to start a business, a consulting firm where I do human resources and executive coaching work for large organizations. But along that way, that journey, I realized that while I had what the world would consider a successful career, I lacked fulfillment. I lacked personal fulfillment. And I knew that if I was going to go in this new chapter, this new season in my life, I didn't want to do it in a way that lacked that meaning and that fulfillment for me. And so it wasn't just seeking direction about, okay, what business should I start? What job should I take? It was really a pursuit of, God's will for my life in a pursuit of a deeper connection of where I spend a big part of my time during the week, and how can I keep maintain that connection to the Lord? And so uh, through that journey, I realized I didn't know a whole lot about how to integrate my faith into my career. And that's what prompted me to pursue Cubicles in Christ and a number of other um, initiatives.
1: You know what's amazing is the similarities in our stories, and 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 I love the fact that you. And as I was reading about you, that now twenty years in, you're like, "Hey, I've been a Jesus follower, but nobody's helped me connect those dots. Nobody's helped me to say this is what it looks like to live out my faith." As an you were an executive in a Fortune five hundred company, yet there are books out there, there are stories out there, but um, the the local church that you were involved with, they weren't talking about this at all.
3: Nope, I cannot ever recall a sermon at any point in my life where there was conversation or discussion about biblical truths and and how they relate to work and even how to approach challenges in the workplace. Um, there are, you know, the politics of of a workplace, some of the, you know, dealing with adversity, people um, not having always good intentions or good motives towards you? And how do you honor God? How do you honor God with conflict at work? And how do you represent him? I can't recall ever hearing a sermon about that. And I knew that once I began my journey of learning how to integrate my faith into my career, I thought, there's got to be other people out there like me who are looking for similar answers. And that's what prompted Cubicles in Christ. I thought, I don't ever want any other person to feel that level of loneliness and that level of isolation where they're pursuing and seeking something that they really actually don't know exists.
1: We're going to be right back with more from Kelly Johnson, cubiclesandchrist.com is her website, cubiclesandchrist.com. Here's some information about some things that are going on with I Work For Him. When I was young, I always dreamed of being on camera because on camera I could always make funny faces and be ridiculous. YouTube is that dream. There are tons of I Work For Him videos out there on YouTube, each one designed to help you unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, I Work For Him. That's I Work, the number four, Him. Hi, right, we're back talking with Kelly Johnson from Cubicles and Christ. Kelly, I, I love I love that you described this workplace where, where you have adversity and conflict. What kind, That's a terrible workplace you were in. Uh, no, I mean, every workplace is, is just like that.
2: I'm uh, pretty sure we have a little bit of adversity and conflict in our workplace. It's the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some days, you know, learning. How, I'm not saying he's just nothing. Zip his lips I'm right not saying nothing.
1: Okay, so Martha go ahead.
2: Well, so as you started this journey of saying, okay, I want to learn, I want to, I want to better connect my faith in my work, and you started talking to other people about it. What did you see happen? Like, I mean, do, do people have like an aha moment? What do you see when you start to have conversations or people start to engage with cubicles in Christ and learn about this? Mm -hmm. it's a mix. It's a mixed response. So some people are like, Oh, wow, I've never thought about
3: this. Mm -hmm. And others are like, yes, this is what I've been looking for waiting for when cubicles in Christ first started. Um, and people started listening to the podcast show. Some of my close friends who knew me, some of my church friends, they would email and text me and they're like, Oh my goodness, that episode, it's exactly what I needed. Um, And then other times people would say, wait, where's, where's the latest episode? I need another fix. I need another hit. You know, it's because it was that encouragement and that inspiration to really tackle and address everyday workplace challenges and opportunities. And I think there are so many people who are looking for that and and don't necessarily find it in the local church.
1: Mm. So, Cubicles of Christ is a podcast, but I was out there on the website. I mean, you've got, what are some of the other things you're doing? I, I know you've got coming up this fall, October 10th and 9th and 10th in October of 2020, you've got a conference called She Is Called, and it's on the website sheiscalled.org. Is this the first time you've done a conference like that, or is this something you do every fall?
3: this is the first. So we're really excited about it. It's an opportunity for women around the world to come together and really explore what God's calling means, what it looks like, how to pursue it, what steps to take. This year, we're going to explore the themes of being called to create, to solve, to lead, which can apply to so many different career fields and interests, passions, God-given talents, and we just want to share biblical
2: and practical advice about what women can do right now. That's so good. So tell us where they can find out about it, and there might even be a discount code you want to tell them.
3: Yes. Yeah, so she is called org is where you can go and get more information about the conference. You can register. We are offering I work for him listeners a five dollar discount. So just use the discount code. I work for him, the number for him and um, show your support of the show and come and get equipped with what you need to pursue God's calling on your life.
1: She is called O-R-G. She is called O-R-G. October 9th and 10th. That's a Friday and Saturday. All right, Kelly, just coming to ask the o- obvious question just for women.
3: It is designed for women. Just checking. Yeah.
1: It is <laughs> she is called, but just making sure because sometimes, you know, guys want to know, can I figure out, my, can I come there and find out how to figure out my wife, please?
2: <laughs> this may not
1: that's be that probably,
2: event. <laughs> Yeah, that's
3: probably a different conference, but I will say that the Cubicles in Christ podcast is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there are some great episodes from different leaders in all career fields that are sharing their stories their personal journeys of integrating their faith into their career
1: so i I love the fact that it's cubicles and christ i used to open up the show going hey some of us are called to the pulpit some of us to the foreign mission field but the majority of us are called to our cubicles where did you come up with this because you said you were an executive in a fortune 500 company you weren't still in a cubicle were you
3: (laughs) not at the time that i left corporate america however i've shared plenty of time in a cubicle. But you know, I was actually praying in the car one day, the Lord had put it on my heart for about 10 months to start this podcast show. And I was running from it. I, I was like, <laughs> I was doing a whole Jonah. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. I'm trying to run a business. Like I need to focus on revenue generating pursuits and efforts. And I ran from it. And after about 10 months, the Lord got my attention. And I think I shared um, on the Facebook Live, or that disruption is actually what caused me to really wake up and say, "Wait a minute! I need to figure out how to have a more meaningful life by integrating my faith into my career." Well, a few years into my business, the Lord provided another disruption. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up some barriers to you growing your business until you pay attention to what I'm asking you to do." And that was the Cubicles in Christ podcast. And so I finally was like, okay, Lord, look, I will do it fine, but you got to give me a name. And so I'm literally driving and praying in my car. And, you know, within about two minutes, 90 seconds, I had Cubicles in Christ. And I was like, that's it. That's, Mm -hmm. I was like, God, you're so creative. Wow.
2: (laughs) You created the universe and you gave me this cool name. So I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Oh that's so good because no matter what what our position may be, we can relate to the fact that somebody in a cubicle is working and making that connection. So, yay God for and yeah. and for you for listening. So, you know, Jim Thank has you. a similar story where he's like we'll go forward with I work for him but we need a name. We won't know we can't do it without knowing the name and god did the same thing in revealing that so you know i just want okay, to encourage our listeners Not 90
1: seconds it was almost five years well, okay but, but maybe i don't in, listen as good as you it's
2: all in god's time yeah but she had to get ready to say i'm ready to do it okay which, you know so i think for each of the listeners you know i just want to encourage everyone listening that number one when god's prompting us He may be preparing us for something and it may take a while, which is probably why the 10 months were necessary, Kelly, for you to really be ready for it. But then when we do, and and God gives us a vision or whatever of what that's going to look like and what it's going to be called, that we listen and that we are obedient in that. And I think you're a great example of that. So thanks for sharing.
1: We're talking to with Kelly Johnson from cubiclesinchrist.com. She's holding the conference October 9th and 10th, 2020. Uh, and it's a digital conference, an online conference. It's on the website sheiscalled.org, all about she is called to create. She is called to solve. She is called to lead. Mm. If you're looking for some encouragement to really living out, how do you live out the calling on your life and how do you get that activated? sounds like the She Is Called conference would be a great place for you to get involved. Check out Kelly and her conference online. She is called.org. We'll be right back with more from Kelly Johnson. Just after a couple, uh, just an announcement. Martha and I got a couple of iWorkroom announcements we're going to plug in here into the podcast. We'll be right back.
2: One of the ways I keep Jim under control is to tell him to go write something. It's sometimes the only quiet I get during the day. I would love it if you would go and subscribe to our weekly blog so I can keep getting those quiet moments every week. I could use more, but I will be grateful for at least that one half hour. Jim's blog is written from his heart on what our father is speaking loudly to him right now. I think you'll enjoy it. com, and click on the word blog to subscribe.
1: All right, we're back with Kelly Johnson. Kelly... You had said earlier how you had never heard that sermon about how to deal with adversity in the workplace, how to deal with conflict in a workplace, how do you, do you connect your faith into your work? Did you ever offer to your pastor that you're like, you know, I could help you with some preaching? Like, <laughs> can I? Would you be willing to share the pulpit with me? Because I got some things that need to be said. Did you ever? you ever try that?
3: I, I did not try that one. I'll stick with cubicles in Christ. <laughs> she's, she's preaching that way. <laughs> Sounds like she's
1: telling the Lord no again. Okay. All right. So. Well, oh,
2: I think it's just Jim. Okay. Good. Maybe, right maybe. That's okay. That's okay.
1: All right. So Kelly, let's, uh, I it just really feel like you are trying to be out there encouraging Christian working women in, mm-hmm. in so many different mm-hmm. ways, cubicles in Christ. And she is called dot know cubicles of Christ for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, Struggle for the Christian working women, it it, it seems to be a fairly unique struggle. Christian working men uh, struggle with different things. Christian working women often are married, often have families, and they get a lot of things tugging at them. How how did God help you wrestle through all of those roles that you had uh, to get where you are today?
3: Sure. So I've been very blessed with my husband, Gregory, for the last 22 years. And, you know, when we pray about our marriage and when we pray about the relationships around us, God will align things. And it may not happen overnight, but I'm very blessed to have a husband who's extremely supportive and who partners with me. He's on his journey to pursue God's calling. I'm on mine. And we try to honor and support that. So I think that that's a foundation. Yes, women and men have different experiences in the workplace. And the The ability to sometimes have to balance family responsibilities with our careers can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, you know, it's data shows women do the majority of sort of household responsibilities, and I also think that at times women struggle with confidence. I also think that there, the the faith and work movement has a very male-driven voice right now, and I my prayer is that more women we'll step up and share this message of faith and work integration because we need each other. And with the, she is Call conference, you know, we t- we talk about locking arms with other women around the world so that we can do this together. And if we share our stories and support each other, we can
1: do it. Just, just change the background. If you're watching the video, just change the background because we've got an up and coming, uh, platform that is meant to be a collaborative platform, Kelly Johnson, called She Works for Him. It's all for to highlight all of the ministries specifically focusing on Christian working women. She Works for Him uh, is that ministry, and it's collaborative. Pull everybody under together and say, Hey, here, these are the ministries that are specifically speaking to it, just like what you've got going on, mm-hmm. Kelly. So thanks for bringing that up. It, it is so true that struggle is common. Why don't you speak to the women that are up and coming behind you? Uh, yeah. That are that are that are following in your footsteps. Give, speak to them, uh, those Christ-following, Christian-working women who uh, they they're not sure how to make all these steps that you've made.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll start with scripture. If we delight ourselves in the Lord, He will give us the desires of our heart. And my my prayer for women, regardless of where you are in your journey in life, that the desires that you have in your heart there's a good chance that God put it there. Just continue to grow in your relationship with him and continue to seek to listen. And he will show you the steps to take. I also want to encourage you to surround yourself with godly community. You need other women around you who are on similar paths so that we can support each other, share our stories, learn from each other. It's what we're trying to do with sheiscalled.org um, but get involved in your local church as well for that community support. But I just want to say that the dream in your heart, it matters to God. Mm. And um, he wants to be with you and walk with you.
1: And he put that dream there. God put yes. that dream there.
2: He did. You know, so Kelly, you and I know as women, we, we connect everything. You know, with the the, way, the reason the dishes are in the sink is connected to, you know, um, all kinds of other things in our minds. You know, we just, we think that way. So why is it, do you think, that women struggle um, with sometimes connecting their faith into their work? Um, Just speak to that.
3: Mm -hmm. I think sometimes women, we feel unworthy. Like, Mm -hmm. who am I that God would um, have a calling on my life? I mean, look at Mary, you know, it's like me, you're going to use me. Um, And so I think that there's always an element of that with women, I also think that at times we get overwhelmed with our responsibilities. And so we think, I can't, Lord, I can't possibly do anything else. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my cup is full and it runneth over. And so I think that's why we need godly community around us to help us work through that. And sometimes it's practical, like, girl, look, you need help and you need to ask for help with the dishes. Um, Your kids who are playing video games, Go ask them to take out the trash, right? Sometimes you Mm -hmm. just need that straight talk, uh, woman to woman to help you see things that maybe you're not seeing on a practical level, but absolutely on a biblical level. Mm.
1: So much more tied deep inside of Kelly Johnson. And you're going to hear a lot of it when you get involved in the sheiscalled.org, the upcoming conference on October 9th and 10th. You want, you've liked what you've heard here today. You're going to love that weekend. October 9th and 10th, She is sheiscalled.org. And if you want to hear Kelly on her podcast, Cubicles Christ, and Christ, you can find it online, cubiclesandchrist.com. Kelly Johnson, thanks for being on I Work For Him today.
3: Thank you so much. God bless you both.
1: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work, work For, for Him. him.